Hi guys, welcome back to Delusional Diaries Podcast. I'm Hallie. And I'm Jazz. And I'm so excited to be here. I have a lot to say today. I literally made a seven minute long TikTok about this one particular topic. And then I was like, you know what? I should just talk about this on the podcast. Cause like I could see it low key going over poorly the way I'm going to say, even though I stand by what I'm going to say, I just feel like, you know, people, it'll get overtaken by the wrong side of TikTok. So I was like, let's just save it for the podcast. Yeah. It's like a safer space. Yeah. It's not even bad what I'm going to say. We'll get into it but i just like have a lot of feelings towards this um we're starting a new segment on the podcast just like tiktok drama like, yeah or week, just like weekly tiktok drama like whatever we're like seeing on our for you pages that we just want to get into yeah i really like talking about like what we would have a conversation about it just i would facetime you and be like oh da, 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 like whatever and give our input on these things i like talking about that on the podcast yeah um Okay, well, let's just dive in. I have like so many little TikTok segments to say, but I just have to talk about this one thing. This isn't the seven minute long TikTok, but I, if you guys know Tracy Anderson method, it is like a workout that a lot of our friends take and I've seen them post it. It's like, so basically I'm not super familiar with it, but it is, you can go into the studio. I believe it started, I could be wrong, like during COVID or something. So it was online streaming at first. You weren't going into a studio. saw a video of a girl saying that she has the dvd from like back in the day Okay, so it could be yeah from way before yeah okay so yeah but basically it, it used to be like a um online you watch it and you do it yourself but then they opened a studio in new york i'm not sure if they have studios other places but i believe it's in like tribeca and um it, it basically the instructor does not talk to you not basically the instructor does not speak the entire time you just watch them and you like mimic what they're doing and there's no equipment you're essentially just i i don't mean this to be mean but you're flailing your body around it. and it's like people say it's a great workout and people swear by it and they have like a cult following so good for tracy anderson i'm not coming at them but i saw a video of audrey trullinger talking about like the tracy girls of new york i I love her skits i know and it was really funny but so she was like how how much do i pay a month oh nine hundred dollars i was like oh that's a joke obviously like she's fucking kidding it's not nine hundred dollars a month i I see a video from a girl who really does the tracy anderson all the time she is a member it's actually nine hundred dollars a month i have never been so bad i've spent a lot of money on shit i was shocked it was and there's a fifteen hundred dollar initiation fee for what like it's if you had to buy equipment if it was like boxing fair you're i don't think there's any equipment at all even if it's boxing not fair but like um yeah like but stay at home and i get i get with workouts like you need like the motivation and like you need to like buy in to get yourself to go there but bitch fucking pay me 400 bucks i'll come over and kick your ass the fuck like i'll, I'll yell at you. not yell they don't even yell so i don't i don't get it it's just if there was like equipment or something that was really doing like if you're on a reformer doing pilates i guess yeah that thing those cost a lot of money but the 900 a month for, for what like at that point seriously just do it at home and pay i think it's like 90 dollars a month if you do like the streaming or whatever i, I could be wrong on that but oh my I, god like i and uh, equinox is one of the most like it is the most expensive gym well not the most but one of and i mean it's like what the the really expensive locations are like 320 dollars a month or something um and you get unlimited classes it's just like, and I even thought Equinox, like I go to Equinox, I'm like, that's Pushing fucking it. expensive. Like, damn. But, but like I get unlimited classes and when you do it, cost breakdown, Equinox actually for me, since I pretty much go every single day, if I was to go to the like, boutique, 
Pilates studios here or something, it's $40 a class. I am spending so much less on Equinox. Like, I can justify that. Yeah, $900 a month, Tim. I can't imagine having 900 bucks a month that I wasn't doing stuff with and choosing to spend it on working out with someone who wasn't providing much to me. Yeah, it's really wild. And no shame because they have a cult following. Like, go off if you like it. You know, that's the thing. It's like, everyone has their stuff. If you have the money. I'm culty about certain things. Like therapy. And I, I spend a good chunk on therapy yeah you probably Every, yeah. everyone has their stuff if it's so like who are we to judge but like also like my opinion your opinion it is what it is yeah yeah i don't know um okay mm. sorry i just need a little sip of that um the orange peel theory have you seen that okay i've seen like all the like not all the videos but i've seen a few but I don't have the attention span for it, so I actually don't know what it is. Okay, I don't even think I do either, because every time, like, people talk about it, but I'm like, I've never seen a video explaining it. Yes. I Google, like, I'm, like, searching the other day, so I'm pretty sure all it is, is if you ask for an orange, and you you ask your partner to peel your orange, and if they do it, if they'll peel the orange, then it's, like, that small act of whatever says that you're in a healthy relationship if they refuse to peel the orange or not, and this is my thing. I'm like, I don't know a single man. I, I, I've i slept with some awful men. I don't think there's a single man I've slept with. The, the next morning I woke up and I was like, can you peel this orange? They would do it. I'm like, I don't think that means it's ter- shit. It's a terrible way to judge It seems anything. really Especially dumb. with like men. Because like, honestly, you give like a man an orange. Like, like they're like, oh, I'm so strong. Even though it's a fucking orange. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, I'm sorry. Literally, I don't think there's a single man I've slept with or it, it, it just interacted anything, with interacted with that wouldn't peel an orange for me if I was like can you please peel this like I don't think any guy would be like no if you're dating someone who literally would be like I'm not fucking peeling your stupid orange like uh, uh, like I don't even know it's shocking I could never yeah I don't know and so I just think it's like really stupid you're like oh my god he passed I'm like yeah I think you should be filing for divorce if he doesn't pass like the fuck no 100% you ever see those videos of those like girl like trying her wedding dress on and like dancing that like david beckham like victoria beckham thing it's like no back when like his documentary came out and they were like dancing it's like a test they would dance with you Mm-mm. we're on diff- different sides of tiktok but like this girl did it in her wedding dress and he's loaded on her phone just like not paying attention to her i was like and everyone's like you should be getting a divorce i'm like i just can't isn't the embarrassing like that happens i'm like do you not see that it's like your partner is being shitty as fuck because you'll make videos and their partner doesn't react in a great way. And then they put them online. That's and that's what's weird, what's weird to me. It, this is the thing. Like, it's not even, it's like sometimes like you're just goofing around, whatever. And your partner's not on that vibe. And it yes. might look or come across like, oh, he doesn't like her. Because from that 10 second clip, it could look like that. It's like anybody has normal interactions like that. And if you film all the time, you're bound to catch things that happen like yes. that. Same way, like I could react that way to a partner, like being or trying to joke with me. Videos. Yeah. It's like somebody trying to joke with me and I'm like not in the mood and it's like, whatever you catch that on camera. That's fine. It's just weird to then post that and be like, and then, but also it's weird when people jump to see like a five second clip. They're like, you guys need a divorce. You're in a horrible relationship. It's like, okay. Like, I did see a video on my 40 page. I don't know if you saw this. It was this girl. She was asking her husband, like, if you got the opportunity yep, to, like, leave me girl. for your dream girl, yeah. would you? And I'm like, what, babe, why did you post that? Like, 
it, it's he, he was being really shitty, but also at the same time, like he might have just been kind of kidding. Yeah, so that's how we pe- we know nothing else. We know nothing else. Like it, it, it could have really just been like whatever. I don't know. I'm not reading that much into it. It's just odd that she chose to post that because it's like that makes him look fucking horrible. Yeah, weird. Um, okay, the Dar- Darcy McQueenie. Um, she does like a lot of product videos, and she. I guess I don't know why she lets the PR collect that long, but she said it was two months of PR that had been shipped to her house. So she stacked all of them up behind her. And it was like the most insane amount of PR you've ever seen, like boxes, floor to ceiling, four piles of them. What are your thoughts? People are mad at her. People are mad at the waste. People are mad at it so much. Um, I have a few thoughts. There's so many stitches on it. And I, don't, I just swipe past them at this point. Yeah. But... A lot of that, I get a lot of PR too. Obviously, we both do. But I open it almost immediately because I normally don't know what's in it. And shit can go bad. Like, companies that aren't even, like, a beauty company may send you a fucking donut. Like, you really have, you just don't know. So, like, first of all, like, something has to be bad in one of those boxes. Mm -hmm. Two, there was a milk, a milk cake. Milk bar, yeah. Yeah. That, I know, was bad. Yeah. That's just weird to me. Three, with PR... I'm not sure what her situation is, but since I've become an influencer, I normally get asked like yes or no to a PR list in general, not for every every product, but for a list in general. If it's a company that like I don't want, if I, I wouldn't use it, I'm normally going to say no. And I get some lists like you get stuck on and you have to like, they send you a bunch of shit and you just like, it's harder to get off of it. But Franklin, stop it. Sit sit lay down lay down good boy being annoying good boy so i think it's weird for her don't start with me relax uh no also sorry just have to say i'm so sorry to anybody listening if if i sound like I'm breathing a little bit heavier I have like a stuffy nose I'm like slightly sick so I just if you're if my breathing sounds annoying I if it sounds how I normally sound she's sorry (laughs) yeah I I do apologize um but I think it's weird to accept all of it and then let it sit there if you're like not going to use it I I don't get saying yes to that much stuff yeah agree with all of what you just said this is what's driving me nuts and I'm like this is what I was like so bothered by and I don't know, Darcy, I'm not here to defend her. Yeah, I don't know the situation. I don't know what if she's accepting this PR. I don't know what's happening. All I know is I've seen some videos from other influencers on my For You page that are like, I never get PR. And when I do, I'm so fucking grateful. She's ungrateful. She's ungrateful. This is the thing. PR is not a gift. It's not a nice thing that companies are doing to give to people who deserve it. If Companies were sending PR to people who deserve it. They would not be sending it to any of us. Like, they would not be sending it to people who are dripping in fucking Cartier. She does not deserve it. I don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. We could go buy the product ourselves, right? Like, it's not like PR is being sent to people. Oh, they need it. Like, or something. Or, oh, she's going to be so grateful for this. It's a marketing strategy from a brand. A brand sees that Darcy sells a fuck ton of products. Like, I'm sure. I don't know. 
her Amazon clicks or what, but I'm sure they're fucking she insane. She can turn a product around. She can convert and she can sell fucking product. A company is going to see somebody like Darcy and be like, holy shit, I will do whatever it takes to get my product in her hands because even if I get a two-second feature in this PR haul, that's a win for me. I didn't pay her any money. I just sent her free product and I got promotion and I'm likely going to get sales from that. You know what's funny too? is People have made that comment that you're making right now. Like, I mean, sorry what you're explaining right now people have made comments being like i wouldn't buy from this brand after seeing them send pr to influencers no you will you will it's at the end of the day you're gonna forget about it yeah exactly and all press is good press at the end of the day for most of these brands exactly so it's a it's a marketing and a business strategy it's not a gift and we have to wrap our brains around that because people keep being like she's not grateful it's like she doesn't need to be grateful i'm not i'm not saying you should she's doing them a favor i'm not saying you should be ungrateful like i'm not saying she should be like oh this like whatever or anything but it's like likely maybe she didn't even ask for some of that like i i saw some of the um i didn't watch all of her videos or anything but some of the boxes i was like oh i got that and i did not ask Same, for I, that. I didn't like, give my address yeah I, I it's like sometimes like you'll work with a brand right and then they have your address and they will just send you for the rest of time product after product after product after product that you're not asking for it's like some of that a lot of that she probably did not ask for she probably does accept a lot of pr because she likes to do videos like that because they obviously get a lot of views and engagement i also want to say too this is not the first time she's been like stitched and people shit on her for like her pr hauls like she does this often but also like these brands like her rates to charge for video for just one of those brands are probably insane like i know they are actually insane but i don't know what her number is i'm just like i can assume like what they are them getting a free feature like she's doing all these companies a favor hundred percent and that's what's driving me and this is the thing like some of the i i'm not coming at any specific i saw multiple people do this it was like these girls with a lot of like over a million um a couple of them were like i never get pr and i'm so like i would be so grateful when i do get pr i always like post give it its own dedicated video and all this and i'm like absolutely no offense to you i'm making this kind of up as a hypothetical but it's like some of these girls have like a million followers right and or however many and they will make like all these videos of them like lip syncing to videos and stuff and they get a lot of fucking views it comes time for them to post their makeup video or talk about their mascara they use and they get 20k views and it's like because like sometimes it's like the demographic doesn't care about that maybe you have a male following and it's like that's great you can get all the views but it's like when it comes time to sell a product and convert a product you're not going to do that because you have a male following that's like that is one of the hardest things we have some friends with male followings and it's crazy because you would think like you look at their number on like like, they're making so much money but like most product stuff is towards women like brands i'm telling you the second that they see you're like if you have a 78 percent male following right it's like oh immediately i don't care like we're not working with you because they know men are buying a mascara it's just it's business it's strategy it's i mean it makes sense it sucks obviously it would be annoying to have like that many followers and have like a following and get all these views yeah. and not be able to like monetize that into selling product but That's, it, it goes back to just like you don't make your money based off your followers. Like, it, you can see someone the, the follower number is so irrelevant. It really is because it, it it really is about engagement. It's about and sales like, and your ratio of like the age the age range that you have and the um, gender that you have too. Yeah. And so that's just kind of my point. It's like, I understand the frustration and how you would feel about that. But it's like a brand is not going to send you just if even if you make a whole dedicated video, you're like, thank you so much. If that video gets 20 views and you're sorry, 20,000 views and you're like, thank you so much. This is so amazing. But Darcy is going to feature you for two seconds and Darcy's going to sell you a fuck ton of product and you're going to sell none. They're going to send it to Darcy. That's just how 
it works. It's business. Yeah. It's nothing also, personal. I just want to correct one thing. When I was like saying it was like wasteful, I'm not saying I know what she does with this PR. I'm just saying in general, it's, I try to say yes to things that I know I'm going to use, know what I'm going to be able to do with it. Cause it's harder to like, no, it is wasteful. Stuff. It is wasteful. But also she could, she's maybe donating. I know I've seen her do videos like giving PR away to her friends too. It's like, you don't know. I'm just, I wanted to clarify. I'm not saying that she's being wasteful. Like in that sense, I think it's wasteful in terms of, it's not even her fault. It's the The brands. It is actually ridiculous. Like brands need to look at that and be like, what the fuck are we doing? I get so frustrated all the time because I'll get PR that I didn't ask for. And it's like, they will send you a moisturizer and a chapstick in a box, the size of a flat screen TV. And there's like 17 t-shirts and sweatshirts and hats and mittens with their brand on it's like i like a cheap ass plastic water bottle and like bright yellow socks with their logo and you're like i will not use any of that it's all getting wasted yeah and it's it's like frustrating because like then you have to like i know this is not a serious issue but like then you have to like coordinate donating it and like what to do with it and just like you didn't ask for all of these specific things yeah but it just makes no sense for a brand to spend an extra 45 dollars putting these random things into a package that aren't going to help them do anything it's like i just need the product so i can talk about it well, and that's the thing that drives me nuts. Or try it. Because know? some people, like, I guess, yes, like, a brand is going to want when you do a PR opening, right, to, like, have that displayed really nicely. But it's still, to me, it's like, put it in an appropriate size package. It does not need to have this crazy text and all these pull-out whatever and be this thick-ass cardboard. That's ridiculous Well, that's what I'm curious, too, because, like, brands, like, they want to be pretty, <laughs> but then, like, you'll see people bitching at influencers or at the brands, like, in random videos saying, well, why did they send all this random ass shit with it? Yeah. And it's like, then you just like almost curate what you post of your package so people don't yell at you. This is my thing, though, when I post like PR. I'm not Darcy. I don't post videos like that. I think I'm kind of in between of like talking about my life and having it to do nothing with product and also sometimes like showing products. Like I do a balance of that. I don't like, this is no offense to anybody, but I don't like an Instagram story that's like, like a million frames of like the PR packages you get thanks 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 like thanks at whatever thanks whatever because to me it's like that's not doing anything if you if I get my favorite Peter Thomas Roth moisturizer that I've used a million times and I'm like thanks Peter Thomas Roth I'm restocked on my favorite moisturizer so excited link here this is my favorite moisturizer and I post the PR box that makes sense because I'm already saying I like the product. I'm recommending it. Or when if it's I, like a brand you've used a different product of before and you're like, oh, I'm so excited to try this new part of this like line or whatever it but is. A, a million just like, thanks, thanks, thanks to all this fucking stuff that you've never tried. It's like, it's like, what is that doing? Nobody's going to be like, let me go buy this moisturizer just because it's on the story. You know what I'm saying? Or just because it's in this PR packaging. Like nobody's doing that. So for me, it's like, I like to get PR in the smallest form possible, like in a small little box, so I can just actually try the product. And then if I fuck with the product and I like it, I'm gonna be doing a get ready with me and be like, oh my god, this is my new favorite mascara. By the way, it makes my lashes look so long. And it's like I like to naturally incorporate it into. And it's not a brand deal or anything. Or I'm not having to do that. It's just it's a product that I actually like and I've been using. I don't like the million. PR things on stories because like almost it is kind of just like what are you doing just bragging like or like I don't know it's weird yeah I get that um yeah but I but think teach, teach their own yeah I mean it is what it is I think that brands need to reevaluate that I hope that Darcy I'm sure she is I'm sure none of that's getting wasted like I, but yeah and I I don't know I think brands need to really reevaluate that because it does frustrate me imagine being Darcy McQueenie's garbage man holy fucking shit like it, and it's like, that's just insane to me. I don't know. Yeah, no, I fully agree. 
Um, I do have a question. Yeah. If you've seen these videos, I've been seeing so much more lately than I have in like TikTok in general. But people making videos saying, what are all these influencers going to do when they're not relevant? And like they dropped out of high school or college or they haven't had a real job in this X amount of years, whatever. What are your thoughts on that? I think like it's definitely a valid thing. And I think the way some people go about it, like there are some people that it is kind of like, Ooh, like, like they you don't, fucked yourself like they don't have a college degree and you do not need a college degree at all but it's like you don't have a college degree you just kind of dropped out and you just post like whatever and you're not building yourself into being able to transform that into something else right you're just maybe a personality on the internet that it's like yeah you can get brand deals and get by right now and that can be your job but it's like eventually when tiktok dies out what have you built for yourself that you can then continue on with so i think for some people i definitely understand that um but I think there's a lot of people who it's like, okay, like even if TikTok dies out, right? It's like you could then take that and say to any company, like if, if you're a fashion influencer, you could then go to a company after, you know, TikTok's dead or whatever and be like, hey, like this is, I've built this, I've done this and you have all this to show for yourself and you could go then work for a brand or start your own brand or there's a lot of things if you're smart, but there are a lot of people that I, it is a little bit concerning. Like, yeah, what are they going to do? Yeah, I think it's weird when people like have like a semester left of college and don't finish it. Like, yeah, or like dropping out of high school. I'm like, just finish. Like, I don't, I don't get the not finishing part. Like, that's very odd to me when you're like, especially when people are really close. Like, if you, and if you have a plan, whatever, like you're doing well, great. But like, a lot of people are so stupid with their money, and I'm just like, it. I've met some people, I'm like, oh, like, you really have zero, like, plan past, like, tomorrow. Yeah. Like, it was, for me, it did suck, because I was, in my junior year, when I started, like, actually, like, of college, starting to make money, so I was, like, a little more than halfway through college, and it was, like, oh, shit, I could do this as a full-time, and then it was kind of me realizing, okay, I'm gonna do this as a full-time when I graduate, and it was, like, this fucking sucks, because my college was so expensive, to know, like, I am not using this degree. Like, I knew when I graduated the degree would not be used and to know like, okay, I'm going to continue to pay $20,000 a semester, like was so shitty, but it was like, I was like, I've already like at this point, then I'm just wasting yeah. all the money that I've already spent. I might as well finish. And like, I still wanted to finish. Cause I was like, you know what? You never know what's going to happen. TikTok and yeah. get banned, deleted, whatever. I do want to have something to fall back on in the, at the end of the day. So I, I did like finish and I never was not going to, but it definitely is like a annoying fucking thing to be like, Oh my god, I'm not gonna. I'm not because like it's for me. It, I mean, my my degree was. It, it, I spent. I just spent. <laughs> I spent like a hundred fifty thousand dollars in total of like loans and everything, which was the most horrible thing to think that I, 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 I the most money I've ever spent on anything in my entire life is completely not used. Yeah, but it taught me a lot of things, and I'm grateful for it. But but also like you did. Did you make content when you were in college or no? Like about like about, about college. Yeah. Kind of, but not really, because when TikTok, uh, not really, I talked about the fact that I was in like fashion school, but I, after the pan the day the pandemic hit, I never went back to school in person one time. Every single class was online. I never went back into the school. Okay. So it wasn't like, whatever. Um, speaking of college, I just was thinking about this as I was walking here because I was passing it and I was like, oh, I don't know if I've told you this story or, um, I don't know, but I probably have told you a, a form of the story. I don't know. Uh, when I was like a freshman in college, obviously the only thing there was here to do, like there's not, it's not normal college. It's just girls and the gays. And we have like a residence hall on the Upper East Side. There's no like frat parties or normal college shit. So we would go to clubs. 
And I remember one one weekend very early and like it was probably the second week of college, right? Like everyone is like making their friend groups and like going to the fucking club. And I wanted my promoter that I had just met was like, come to One Oak. And I'm like, okay, do you know what One Oak is? Yeah, you told me the story. Okay. Okay, well, I'll make it short and sweet. Basically, this promoter was like, come to One Oak. It was Drake's birthday that weekend. And so everyone from my college like, wanted to go to One Oak so bad because it was like, oh, it's Drake's birthday. He's going to be there. And I, my promoter's like, no, no worries. We can get you in. Well, we didn't even have fake IDs. And I don't think he like really realized that. And he, I would get into the other places without a fake ID. And normally I think I would have been able to get in there without a fake ID because mine was like in the mail on the way. Uh, but since it was Drake's birthday, like absolutely not. So they were like, get the fuck out of here. So I was like not allowed in and I was like so disappointed because I was dressed in my little whore outfit and I was like posting on my Snapchat probably being so obnoxious. Like I'm gonna, like I'm at Drake's birthday party, like whatever, you know, the classic, yeah. I'm 18 and I think I'm hot shit. And so me and my friends took a photo outside of One Oak and I like posted it, like we posted it like outside of One Oak and I basically acted as if I went to like whatever. I didn't like necessarily lie, but I very much alluded on my Instagram to it being like, oh, I was there. And so this girl that was like really fucking mean from my college, like was obviously annoyed because she was like, she's lying. And I was, I wasn't lying, but I was definitely alluding to the fact, whatever. And, but she, she took it upon herself. Like the next weekend I was at a club and I actually was at this club. Like I really was in, it was a catch. It wasn't that hard to get into or anything. I was actually there and I, I posted and it was kind of against like a blank wall. So it, maybe you could have thought like, oh, she's faking it in her dorm room. And she DMs me. And it's like, you're way too fucking ugly to ever get into any of these clubs. Like, stop pretending like you ugly, stupid bitch. And I was so shocked. I was like, what the fuck? I've never experienced someone being that outwardly mean. And so then... That's the, bold as fuck to put in writing. Oh, it, it was from her real Instagram. Bold as fuck in general, but like... To, to just be like, you're ugly. To be, like, be a bitch in person, like, still out there. But I'm like, to put that in writing, girl, what? It was, it, she must have been drunk or something. And maybe she was just like, she's annoying, like, whatever. And it probably was annoying that I pretended that I was at fucking Drake's birthday party. Like, I get it. I get it. That was so obnoxious of me. I was fucking annoying. But I really was at this other club. So then I see that. And so I then post, like, a, a video of me. And I, like, turn so you can, like, purposely so she would see it. Um, that you could see I was actually at catch like I'm at, at the DJ booth and I like turn and I put like location catch and she immediately like views the story and immediately unsends the message because she I think she was like really embarrassed because she was like you're faking getting into yeah. this club but I had already like screenshotted it I think I might have said something back to her I don't even know and then like a year later like we, we just never talked I would like see her in class sometimes when we'd like make side eye then a year later she just tried to pretend like hey girl what's up I'm like I remember that DM. I will never forget that DM. That is my Roman Empire. You called me ugly. Everyone has something like that where it's like, you may think, but like, I know. Like, you know, I, I think some people are like, oh, it's water under the bridge. I'm like, no, you called me fucking ugly. <laughs> like, yeah. What even uh, happened? What did we do? Oh, um, I had a good dinner. Um, we went to dinner with Isabel and Maddie. Um, yep, um we did. At Sake no Hana. Uh, so good. Food was like delish and I got some... I'm in my martini era. She's slamming down these fucking martinis. the martinis. But this is the thing I like because my problem was Aperol spritzes. It's like I actually could drink 15. Like I've said that. It's like the martinis... I, I mean, I once I hit two, like once I finish the second, I'm like, ooh, I'm drunk. Like I can feel it. And it's like then it's like I slow down astronomically drinking wise. I don't 
keep going where the Aperol's just like got me so fucked up with like how drunk I was or whatever. Um, but I've been really, I really like martini. The only thing that sucks though is I hate a vodka shot. So it's like, I have to make the switch when we start doing the shots like later. Oh. I have to make the switch from vodka to tequila, which fucking sucks because then I, I, I woke up on whatever morning it was that I had drink. Oh, we went out Friday also. Yeah. Um, that was fun. But I woke up Saturday morning and I, 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 I haven't felt hungover in a really long time because like usually I'm just doing straight tequila and it doesn't bother me. I, I was relatively hungover because of the vodka tequila switch. We didn't do shots though. Like, I was drinking tequila sodas. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like it's just the switch of like the alcohols, like the mixing. I don't, I don't fuck. I don't with. do martinis. Can you not do martinis with tequila? No, I don't think so. I wish you could. It's that I think that's that'd be disgusting. Really? Yeah, I don't think you. Why is that? To, I don't know. I really don't know. But it, you definitely cannot. Like you cannot do a tequila martini. That's like not a thing. It's not a thing. No, there's no. I way. totally believe you. I'm just. I feel like. In what? I wish it was. It has to be an alternative. No, it's like it has to be. It's vodka or gin. Those are your only options. Really? Yeah. Gin martinis are a thing too. They're fine, but I like the vodka better. I like. What do you vodka. mean? There's a bunch of. No, tequila martini is not a thing. There's no way. Is this a reason? No. There's a bunch of different types that have tequila and that are martinis. I think that sounds disgusting, but like maybe it's a thing, but like I can't imagine sipping on it like that. Anyway. It's literally just tequila, vermouth. Okay. Lemon and orange bitters and a lemon twist. I like the dirty though with the olive. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I just want, I want to find you a drink that you can stick with tequila with. That's all, that's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. No, I get that. But so that, that was, I honestly, that was my pit. It wasn't even, I had a decent week. It was, everything was fine. I just, um, really like a martini and then I really hate the switch. Um, but yeah, I had fun Thursday and Friday. What about you? What was your, what was your peak? I missed that. Um, dinner. Okay. Cool. And like, it's, it's good to have like, I honestly have missed like, having like a girl's night out like or just even just like a girl's dinner I feel like for a while I was just kind of missing that I don't know what I was doing it was holiday and everything um but it's been fun to just like go to dinner and like catch up with everybody I feel very like sex in the city coded I'm like okay like yeah that's fair yeah (laughs) what about you I also love a dinner my pit if you didn't see it was in my media center and my the cart carrying the media center falling on me in my apartment building and my knees are both scabbed, bloody and bruised and swollen. And my ankle also has cuts on it. And it's also swollen. Um, that was not ideal. And then just like, I obviously made a video about it. Because like, what else would I do? I'm a fucking content creator. Like, sorry, I'm on my, fu- on my fucking grind. Sorry, I fucking have passion and a job. I don't know. Anyway, people were just like being mean to me in the comments. Like that was also wasn't great for me. Well, it, it drives me fucking nuts. Like comments like that. You really can never win on. I've really been realizing that recently that you cannot win on TikTok. Like I've always known that, but it's been just. It's been a, hitting different recently. It has. And it's like, you'll post a video like that where you're like, if you think you're having a bad day, da, 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 da. People are like, well, like. My- this girl comments, she's like, well, I have cancer. I'm like, I am not <laughs> saying that someone else can't also have a bad day, but like if 300 plus pounds of shit fell on you and you were stuck under it and couldn't get out and were injured, that is considered a bad day. It's it's just... It's, Not saying people can't have worse days. No, but it's it goes back to what we were saying last week about Haley Bieber and working. It's like, if you want to play the comparing game, we can do that all day long. Yeah. Like, it, it, there's always going to be somebody that has it worse than you it's like it, because you're saying oh i had a bad day doesn't mean that you're saying it was the worst day on the actual planet and there's people that 
like nobody has it worse than me that's not what that means like i was in pain and that was really not ideal for me and i'm sorry if most people if 300 pounds of shit found them they couldn't get out and they were injured they would probably cry yeah it's 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 just like i don't know the the comparing shit and like just people being like well my day was worse shut the fuck up oh my god yeah like let me live and let everyone else fucking live anyways so that was my pit then my peak um was yesterday Bro, for real? Like, what? What is wrong with you? Sorry, my peak was yesterday. Me and Kevin went to a seafood seafood. Sorry, my peak was that me and Kevin went to a seafood boil. It was really fucking good. And I was like, oh, we ordered way too much food. Nope, we ate everything. Like, it was fantastic though. It's like I walked away so fucking satisfied from that meal. I love that. So that was really a fun experience for me. That's exciting. Um, I have something I want to talk about. Okay. I, have you, I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know enough about it to give a full recap, but I'll give you what I know. Okay. Um, Ballerina Farm. Do you know what that is and what? No. Okay, so she's like, I've seen her on my For You page. She's like a um, mom and she has like seven kids. She just had her eighth. And she's like, I, I believe her, her family is like uber rich. And uh, she'll post like a lot of cooking videos where she's like making like, they have this like, rustic like farm looking kitchen and though she's she'll like make sourdough for, she'll be like, making breakfast or something and it's like the most insane thing where it's like she literally makes the sourdough from scratch and then like makes an avocado toast by like doing like everything literally from scratch yeah anyway her videos get a lot of fucking views she's very popular whatever she's a mom and i guess she just had her eighth baby and 12 days postpartum she competed in miss america oh wow okay and people are like mad at her because they're like, they're like, this is a really, like, non-realistic version of postpartum. And, like, she's glorifying, like, this. And postpartum depression is real and all of this stuff. And, like, people were mad at her saying it's Did not- she say that... Did she, like, shame other moms or anything? No, but that... I don't, I don't believe so. So that's what was crazy is, like, all these people getting mad. It's like, who cares? Not everything's realistic. Like, yeah, I'm, postpartum depression is real. And if you have postpartum depression and no one's mad at you for that nobody's shaming you for that like totally everyone will give you the grace that like you know like you need time to heal or whatever but if she 12 days out can compete in miss america and like kill it why would we be mad at her for that yeah if if she's not shaming anyone i don't see the problem i mean it's just like it's the other side of the spectrum like it's one like you postpartum depression like people are struggling there's one that people are, some people are just fine after and they bounce back super yeah. quick and like um allison is it cooch is that yeah. how you say it she i, I don't know if that's I believe. Yeah. Alice, she just had a baby. Um, and she, ca- I saw her comment on one of the videos and she's like, I-, I have horrible, like I've had a horrible like postpartum, like whatever. Journey. Yeah. And she was like, she's like, and I think this is great for her. Like go off girl boss. Like why would we not be supporting her? Like it, it's just really weird. Especially also like probably after your eighth, like you're probably like, all right, like, <laughs> so, like she's done yeah. it a million times. Like it's a routine at this point. I feel like you'd be able to bounce, maybe bounce back a lot easier after you've had like a lot of kids like the first one's probably the worst i don't know yeah i think it's that's i, I my first thought was like wow that's crazy that she's able to like yeah, get like, up and do that off. like good for her it, I, I would take it as like well that's inspiring like i'm not saying that i could do the same thing but like wow go women i know and it is just like people getting mad at people or like other influencers or whoever for not being relatable is really weird not everything needs to be relatable that's like getting mad at travis kelsey because he's good at football or something it's like what like i I don't know yeah i'm not i don't follow most people for relatability i follow them because like 
I find something interesting or like whatever about them or like what they're doing. The only time I... Or entertaining. Un- yeah. And it's like, that's the thing. It isn't about relatability. The only time I will say it's probably hard, I, I think, where it's like you do get frustrated that somebody's not relatable is like somebody like Emma Chamberlain that you started watching because she was like vlogging in her car going thrifting and it was like she was the most relatable version and to watch somebody like that who is so fucking relatable become so unrelatable is hard it's not even like emma did anything wrong she didn't it is just a definite huge switch from like oh wow like she's it's, not it's the girl the same that- energy as like when people get mad at influencers for quitting their full-time job because like they were able to like yeah. become an influencer and i got a lot of that but i'm like yeah, I was like, I was like, if they if you liked them when they were relatable, like just be ex- you don't enjoy their content anymore, but like you can still be like, oh, like that's inspiring or cool that they were able to do X Y Z. Hundred percent, like, and it's like, yeah, it's not coming at Emma Chamberlain, but it definitely is like, a, oh, like we loved Emma because she was so fucking relatable, and now she has become this very like non relatable because she's been so successful and done so well, which is literally amazing, and I'm happy for her, but it definitely is like, damn, kind of sucks. I think about actually somebody who I feel like has stayed really consistent is Alex Earl. Like I feel like on the relatability spectrum because she never start. She started off relatable in the she way she was never like broke. But well, that's the thing. She like she was relatable in the way she would talk about things openly, like her acne, going out and like partying and just being really relatable on a lot of those aspects where you felt like she was your friend. But you always knew like she was dating like fucking uh, MLB player. Yeah like from the jump and it's like you always kind of knew she was a very aspirational version of relatable and I feel like she's kind of stayed on that level where it's like she's stayed posting about going out and she hasn't really like strayed from those aspects of relatability but she's also like still like you're like oh yeah she's dating an NFL player and she's like on private jets like yeah people just get more (laughs) mad when someone broke ends up having money yeah it really is and it's like shouldn't we be happy that people are getting their money up instead of just they had money now they have more of it i think a lot of it stems from jealousy like it it, 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 which sucks like and i and i understand why you would feel that way like just like feeling like you have this person that you relate to because like they're struggling and then seeing them not struggle anymore it's like we should be happy for them but i i can understand the jealousy where you're like damn like yeah we lost it we lost another one yeah no 100 um speaking of this weekend i was just i i made notes on my phone when we were out this weekend let me just say it is so humbling to see a man that you cried over. Like it's, it's actually painful because in the moment you're like, this is my husband. Yeah. And then once you're out of it, you're like, holy fuck, that is embarrassing as shit. And to have to like, Isabel's like our new friend, you know, and for me to have to explain, oh, like. I was down bad over him. I was down bad over that guy. And she's like. You're like, oh, really? <laughs> it's like, I know it's, it's so hard to explain <laughs> like, i'm like you had to be there but even then you probably still wouldn't have got it because you can't you can't choose who you fall for like <laughs> as taylor swift would say sometimes you just like vibe with someone and you're delusional and like that just like happens so that was definitely different Brought me i mean back. it wasn't delusional though like in this sense like it's like you just liked this person and you guys hit it off and you talked a fucking lot and you're not delusional for that's n- nothing about that was delusional. Like, if you like somebody, yeah, and if maybe they're not the most attractive person you've ever seen in your entire life, like, who Why cares? That's just like, there was nothing giving there besides, like, whatever. It's, it's so stupid. It was, it just, it's just different to see a man no, you've cried over there, there's once like, you're over them. There's a small level of man 
where it's like you have such a fucking good personality. You're like this cocky, witty banter. When someone's wit is like quick, like no matter what is said, they have a response and it's and it eats every fucking time. You are attracted to them. It does not matter what they look like. They, they can get away with it. Because also I feel with wit, like with being that witty, it is a level of intelligence where I'm like, yes, I, I like really admire. Because you have to have enough to where you can pick something to say yes no no no. like being super witty and being super quick with it is like a level it's genuinely a level of intelligence it really is like your iq has to be fucking high like i I, every person that has not made sense like in a man that i've ever liked witty as fuck yeah and it's it sucks because you're like like it does not matter what they look like that's why like i've always loved pete davidson from the jump like is he the most attractive person conventionally absolutely not but it's like he is so fucking witty and he has that banter to him where it's just so attractive it does not matter it's like and that's that's why i i I love tana mojo obviously like i talk about her all the fucking time but like she's also a level and brooke too they're like like i love listening to their podcast because they have that same like wit where they're so fucking quick with it we're like how did you even like think to say that um and in men it's fucking attractive so i don't shame you at all for any yeah and like before we met him you were like he's really funny and i love to giggle no nothing's better than a man who can make you laugh like genuinely i i don't care that's why i fell in love We, we talked about it last week I fell in love with this man that I slept with one time. I didn't really love him, but I was infatuated because I was just like, he was, so, I've never like had a conversation with somebody where it was just so like, yes, like we're just like yeah. two peas in a pot. Um, and like, yeah, I don't know. It's great. It happens. Okay. Okay. So I, I've seen some videos about this on my For You page and just in general. First of all, how do you feel about, I'm sure we've all been in this situation, when you would be with a friend and they would pay for something on their parents card and then they would be like venmo me half and you knew that they were just going to be pocketing the money and their parents paid for it like how do you feel about that i've never had that happen you've never had that happen in your life no i've had that happen so many times i think i haven't i haven't had it happen because um in high school most of my friends all worked and like i came from very similar backgrounds as my friends so we were all all the same vibe like no one had their parents cards they were using and then i didn't go to college so i never had that experience wow then like i grew up when i was like a f- like 20 like whatever and like all my friends were i met or all my friends from corporate jobs and like yeah. work so i never had that experience okay wow i feel like but that's I, a pretty universal I feel, no experience. i feel like it's so common i just because i feel like my like upbringing and then like skipping college and stuff made it different okay how would you feel if that happened to you like Bullshit. if someone was like you wouldn't here's my would thing. you not want to pay them no i obviously would but I don't feel like if they asked, yeah, I'll pay you. But also, like, why can't we just like pay for it normally? I don't get why, like, why you get to get the points for your parents, like, or like keep the money. Like, you know, they're gonna pocket the money. Like, you know, it, it, for me, it's like because I my thing that. is, I think that when this would happen to me, like, it's like on one hand, I understand, like, I don't think I deserve free shit or something. I don't think your parents need to fund my dinner or Uber or whatever it is like just because like you're like whatever but at the same time it is odd to me to con- like i would constantly have friends that would do that where it's like oh i'll get the uber and you know it's on their card and then they're like now then money 30 dollars and it's like i 
all you're doing is just pocketing my money. Why can't we split the Uber? Like then your parents are paying for your $30 and that's great. And I'm paying for my $30 and I'm not giving you my $30 to just like go blow on clothes. Like that was constantly weird to me when it would happen a lot like that. Yeah. No, I feel like reading to be split exactly what it is. Like, I don't know. I, cause I, I saw a video on my for you page of this girl being like, if I'm not fucking paying you, if, if I know your parents paid for it, which I'm kind of like, I understand the frustration with it, but you don't deserve free stuff because of yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. That's like, it's irritating, but also just don't do it. Yeah. Like don't get yourself in a situation where you have to deal with that in the first place. It's I hard. Like. It is hard sometimes though, just because like of the way things like. I know, but if you're not going to be like, okay, I'll pay you, then then like you shouldn't let them pay for it in the first place. I know, but sometimes like for me, right? Like it'd be like, we'd go to this dinner with like five people or something and it would be like, I would know my friend was putting, because the, the dinner bill would be like. 300 bucks or however much and it's like for me I literally didn't have 300 dollars to put my card down to pay for it so it's like we wouldn't and we wouldn't be able to split it evenly so it's like my friend would be like oh I'll put my card down it's her parents card she'd pay for it and then have everybody Venmo her so then she would just pocket everybody's money you know what I'm saying and you'd get I'd get in situations like that a lot where I knew that she was keeping the money but it's like there's nothing I can do. I'm not going to not pay her. It's at the end of the day, whatever. But it well, is. Well, I fresh. think what you sh- and that, but in that situation, you do pay for your portion, right? Like, what do you mean? I always was always that's paying. That's what I'm for saying. It. Like, you pay for your portion. Like, yeah, she's pocketing it, but like, you just paid for like what? I was never not. I'm saying it's annoying to think that, like, she's not giving her parents any of that money. But at the end of the day, it still is like, if her parents don't care and they're fine with yeah, like paying the bill. My thing is like. What if you were were able to split it evenly? You would have paid the same amount. I'm like, just like, yeah, you're annoying and like it's privilege as fuck. But yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that you shouldn't pay. No, I'm not. I'm just saying you are. I'm just saying like, yeah, it's just annoying like to think that your friend is continually keeping your money and like you're basically paying for your friend's like fucking clothes or whatever she's gonna go buy with your money. Yeah. That's like kind of frustrating. But it's at the end of the day, if parents are okay with that, then there's not. It's not your place to be like let me pay your parents or something yeah but it it, that is one of my biggest pet peeves in life is people who are very stingy with money to a point where it's rude when they have the means to not be do you know like obviously completely understand in college situations or just in general like if you just don't have the means but it's like the people that you fucking know and like they'll be like like you'll let's say like you'll buy your friend like and you guys are in relatively similar situations of life. It's like you'll buy your friends like drinks and you'll never ask them to pay for it because you're like, oh, you'll get me back eventually. You'll get the next one. And they never fucking get the next one. Or they get the next one. They're like, okay, Venmo me $7 for that. And you're like, if you really want to go tit for tat, you owe me like 300 fucking bucks. Yeah. And so that is that. And also at the at an adult age, in my in my opinion, in my friendships, I'm not Venmoing you under 25, 30 bucks. Like I'm not Venmoing you like, for something. I think that's ridiculous. If I was three years back where I was not like in a place where I was making adult money completely 100%. I'm going to go tit for tat. I'm Venmoing you $6 for Starbucks. You're Venmoing me $6 for Starbucks because that matters. But in my place of life right now, and I know my friend's place of life, I'm like, you don't need my $15. And I think it's just fucking weird because it's like, again, you'll get, you'll get it next time. And We've talked about this before, just like having friendships that you have that trust in, but nothing drives me crazier than like when you know you've paid for a lot for somebody and then they are like, okay, now Venmo me. And you're like, there's no fucking way I'm Venmoing you. Yeah. No, it's like literally, it's just like too much. It's crazy how you called me the other day. We went out like on Friday and Saturday, but she calls me like Sunday morning 
she's like, hey, how y'all doing? I'm like, you never have anxiety. And normally, I used to always call Hallie after going out. I'd be like, just making sure you don't hate me. Even though I knew nothing happened, I was just anxious as fuck for like no reason. And I'm not really, I don't, this doesn't happen to me as often anymore, but I think you hate me just like for random things throughout the week because I'm just anxious all the time. But you called me and it's like, oh, it's like roles are reversed. I, yeah, I've been having horrible just anxiety slash just anxiety in general. I literally, like, I'm like, I need to get medicated. I'm like, I'm, uh, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. Cause like, I just am convinced every single time I wake up from drinking. And it's like, not like, that's a thing. I used to get way more drunk and be way more irresponsible and like legit blackout and probably do awful things. And I would wake up the next morning like, mm, sunshines and rainbows and Literally. lollipops. And I like, wouldn't give a fuck. I've, I've been going out where it's I remember coming home. I know everything that happened, but it's like, I'll get it in my head that I, I don't even know. And then it's like, I just can't calm down from it. And I just wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I seriously, like everybody fucking hates me. I have no friends. Like I'm going to have to move back to Virginia. Like, it's like, that's how I wake up every morning. And it's like, no, I feel like you've been like that even when like you don't drink. Yeah, no, I like, have You've just been extremely anxious i have been i've been so anxious i i woke up this morning with the biggest pit in my stomach every morning i wake up in a panic i like check my phone and i'm like oh my god what happened like whatever and it's really bad i need to like get it under control because i'm just like it's hard though especially when you're not used to it because it used to be like the like the complete opposite spectrum of anxiety and now you've reached the other side of it and it's 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 it's, it's it sucks it's, ha- it's hard balance. yeah because like i used to like literally not give a fuck about anything to the point i it's really like the tiktok people have kind of beaten me down i haven't even been getting a lot of hate or anything it's just like i i feel like it, it's hard because i feel all this pressure like this is my job like if everybody fucking hates me then it's like what am i gonna do and nobody hates me and i don't know why but i i just get it in my head that that's like I don't know. I mean, I'm so scared of like a cancellation or something. I haven't even been doing anything. I used to say way more shit and do yeah. way more like stuff all the time. And I, I don't know. I think it's also just like, it's like, like you said earlier, it's like the age. Like yeah. you, I think you think things for like further out now than you used to. You used to be like, I think more in the moment. Yeah. And I think you like way like different scenarios way more than you used to. I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying I think that gives you a little more anxiety. I think what's really been the hardest is maturing has made me become so cripplingly self-aware. I I genuinely, like, people might not believe this, but I think I'm one of the most self-aware people where I'm like, yeah, I acknowledge, like, this about myself, like, whatever. But I become so self-aware, but with the self-awareness, like, I literally miss, like, ignorance is fucking bliss. It really is such a peaceful mindset when you just, like, don't know and you don't care. But because I've become so much more self-aware, I'm like, oh, my God. And it's it's caused me a lot of anxiety. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I feel like when I was 
uncovering the most stuff in therapy with becoming so fucking self-aware it those were like the hardest like times of my anxiety because i would just realize shit so much more than i had ever had like i'd be like oh yeah whatever before but i'm like oh my gosh i think it like three steps deeper mm. and i play out different scenarios and i like i would then make made me take things more personally and like more deep and it just like made me just like so fucking on edge yeah i, I like this is delusional diaries, which is funny, but I like feel like I've become the least delusional sense of myself where I'm like, I'm aware of everything that's happening and it's just like makes me so like stressed because I overthink like to the point where, I don't know how to put this, you know, when like somebody makes like a, a <laughs> like, I don't know how to put this because this is this hasn't even happened to me, but it's like, you know, when you know that somebody's not self-aware and like somebody's doing stuff and like kind of everybody in the group is like, like that's my biggest fear of life is like talking and somebody everyone's kind of like sitting there like it's, yeah. it's like everyone has the same thought but like the and ev- yes exactly that's horrible or when you're like let's say like this again this is a hypothetical i'm just using like this. i actually would kill myself like, this has probably happened to me at some point in my life and i i don't even know it but like when you're in a group chat with people and then like people make a second group chat and I saw a girl make a TikTok about this the other day and it's like whatever the name of the group chat is like 2.0 or something and they like have a smaller amount of people in it or maybe just you're left out of it or whatever I am like I was rethinking my life I was like has that ever happened to me like I feel in my head like oh no I'm I'm always like in on like whatever inner circle there is like I'm good but like I'm sure at some point in my life like somebody's made a group chat and I've been like left out of it like oh, that. Oh, I fully have too. I mean, I'm sure that has happened, but it's like thinking of something like that now, I'm like, oh my God, like it gives me anxiety. I don't know. I don't want to be that person. Yeah. I think it's, it's also just bold as fuck of the person who makes the 2.0 group chat. Cause like everyone can be thinking it, but if it'd be the one who actually does it is wild. Yeah. I've probably been there at some point in my life, like not well, making sure. it, but I'm sure like I've been in like, a, oh yeah, I, I have been. It's just a part of life. Like, sometimes it is what it is. But It's like a canon event. Yeah, everything's just been giving me anxiety recently. I need to figure that out. I'm yeah. going to. Um, oh, we're going to Eli's uh, live show this exciting. weekend. I'm so excited. We're the guests for her book tour show in D.C. Haven't been to D.C. before. You're obviously from, like, the area. My friend Cole goes to law school there. Well, he, well, he guess he's actually finished and actually passed the bar. And I don't know why I fucking said that. But we're going to go to lunch with him because you've met him. You know him. And um, then we're going to go out. So I'm really excited. Yeah, we're going to my house. I've never been to Hallie's house. I'm so excited. Um, but Hallie's mom literally called me this weekend. We talked about our shows. And I also just love Hallie's dad being the FBI. Like, my besties. So I'm excited to hang out. Yeah, Jazz watches all the same shows as my mom. So it's, like, funny. Um, I hung up on Hallie the other day to talk to her mom on the phone. Yeah. I was like, I can't talk. Your mom's calling. Uh, Yeah, but Friday night we're going to my house because I was like, I might as well go to my parents for a day because we're already going to be in D.C. and then we're going to be in D.C. Saturday. It's like not it's like an annoying drive where it's it's like kind of long where you're like, ugh, but it's like too short to fly. Yeah. So it's like one of those in betweens. It's like a four hour drive. So it's, it's really not that bad. You can just go for kind of like a day two days it's a very quick trip we're coming back like sunday yeah by like noon but um yeah i'm like dreading the drive just because it's like meh. sorry for the abrupt ending our sound thing is dying so thanks for listening talk to you guys next week love you so much bye, bye.